She is showing up and being seen. She is getting loud and demanding to be heard. And every day she is putting in the work because this girl, she's evolving. She is you, she is me, but most of all, she is magic. Hey guys, it's Jaden. You can think of me as your ride or die who's just right here to remind you that you already have all the tools. You already have the shine factor. It's just about polishing it up, believing it, letting other people see it, and most importantly, leaving a little bit of sparkle everywhere you go. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Is Magic podcast. I am so excited that you're here today, and I hope that you have had the best week. If you haven't, this is your reminder that you have the power to choose how you perceive and the way you're going to move forward. So in this moment, if things haven't been going great, reconnect, reset, pivot a little bit, and let's head into another great day. Let's choose to have a great day. I wanted to kind of get on here and talk about today this I, I had a quote in class yesterday, and it kind of just really resonated with me. And it was about how crazy that I can't find the quote. I read it in class, and I can't find the quote today. But pretty much the quote talked about when we stop searching for other people's approval is the day that we start to have our own. And I think it's really, really important to really process that a little bit, that the, the, the day that you truly start to accept who you are and you step into this version of you that is your full authenticity and you are happy and content and living your truest life, you no longer search for other people's approval because you have your own approval. You're not looking for approval to tell you what you're doing is okay because you've come back home and your approval is the one that matters. What then begins to happen is you might lose people in your life as you choose to step into this version of you that is who you truly are and not the version of you that's searching to fit somewhere or the version of you that is allowing other people's opinions to determine how you show up, sometimes you start to lose those people. You start to have people fall off that maybe you love those people and they're not bad people, right? Maybe the people that start to fall off were not conducive to you stepping into who you're truly meant to be. They weren't conducive to you being your most authentic self, the most weird, silly, hilarious, serious version of you that you want to show up as and that you know is really where your approval place 
lies, right? Like when we're living our truest life and we're truly checking in with ourselves and saying, does this serve me? Do I enjoy this? Do do I want this to continue? How do I pivot? And I, I have the conversations with me rather than someone outside of me. I... I no longer need someone to tell me it's okay. I no longer need the permission slip from someone else if I'm giving myself my own permission slip. And as those people start to fall away, it can be hard. And I think that sometimes we can go back to being the people pleaser. We can go back to just showing up for other people and doing for other people, even if they're not doing for us. Because... We don't want to lose them as a friend. We don't know what's going to happen if we don't have this group of people or these people surrounding us. And so it becomes the cycle where even when we start to step into ourselves, as we start to lose people, sometimes we can veer back into that old version of ourselves and the old habits to keep people in our corner or to keep people around us. What I know is... When you step into that version, when you start living unapologetically and you start being your own approval, your own sounding board, your own yes, no's, rather than looking for other people to tell you if it's good or bad, when you start becoming that, you step into this powerful version And you start to attract people, one, who are going to love you exactly where you're at and for what you are, but two, who are going to meet you in that same space because they are also finding their authenticity. And, And truly, authenticity sees authenticity. I can tell you right now, the more I live a life that I love and that I approve of myself and that I feel like I resonate with, the easier it is for me to see when someone's not being real with me. The more real I live, the more open and honest and full all out that I live, the easier it is for me to see when someone's bringing to the table an an non-authentic version. When someone's bringing to the table blowing smoke because they just want to be there, but it's not truly what they believe or feel, you start to feel the fakeness because you're living from such a different vibration when you're truly stepping into this space where the only approval you need is your own. You show up in the clothes that maybe people don't love. You wear the shoes that somebody thinks is are ridiculous. You wear your hair exactly how you love it, regardless of what your mom thinks of it, right? Because of your own approval, their opinions might be heard, but they're no longer the save-all-be-all going to dictate how I live. So then the question becomes, how do I start creating a relationship with myself to actually be authentic, to actually give myself the approval that I'm searching for? And I 
I don't believe that it's a overnight flip of a switch. I believe it's small, intentional habits that start to tell yourself that it's okay to show up this way. They start to train your subconscious that it's okay and your your search for approval stops being outside and maybe it's just within the own mirror of of who you are. And I think it's it's vital that we create these small habits such as maybe taking 5 minutes and we've talked about this before but taking 5 minutes to talk to yourself to say how am i feeling today? I've I've been going to this uh moon waves class with my friend and one of the things she asks at the very beginning of class is for us to go around the room and share one word emotion that we are feeling like one word that describes how we're feeling today it could be melancholy powerful enriched sad happy full of life, you know, one emotion, one thing that we're feeling and with no judgment, right? And you share this word that describes your day and how you're feeling and that moment. And it's been so interesting because I realized how seldom I take the time to actually think about the emotion or the feelings that I've felt and what I'm in in my body, what my body and my soul and my spirit is feeling at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day. So if there's one tool that I've started adding to to be able to give myself those self-checks, it's that one word emotion. What's your one word? What, what describes your day today? And what's interesting is as I started getting more in touch with that, I started to even realize that as active as I am and as much work as I do and and I'm constantly trying to grow and evolve, I hit a point that I was disconnected from my body. And I would not have realized the disconnection from my body had I not started Asking myself, how did today go? How do you feel? What are you feeling? What's your emotion? What emotion? Something so simple started helping me to realize that I was having these pains in my body. And maybe it was really because I wasn't fully connected, my soul, my spirit, to my body. I was just kind of pushing through the motions. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't giving my body the attention and self-care that it needed. I was just pushing through to the next thing because fitness is good for you or exercise is good for you. And this is my job and this is just what I do. And I'm a goer that I, I don't take that time to slow down and reconnect to what my body is feeling or needing. But taking the moments to just ask myself that emotion have really helped to open that door. Another way that I 
think is super beneficial of starting to get your own approval is before you say yes to anything, you pause. It is the power of the pause. So when somebody says, hey, do you, do you want to go dancing with us? You pause. And you ask the question, do I want to go dancing? Would that fill my cup? Is it going to be worth being tired in the morning? Because sometimes we say yes because we don't want to miss out. That FOMO kind of takes over and we say yes because we don't want to miss out. So is this decision what I really want to do or am I just doing it because everybody else is doing it? Two things. Those are the two tools I'm going to leave you with. If you could implement one of those two tools for the next month and see what happens, see how much more in touch you start to feel with yourself, I think that you'll find that it becomes easier to show up as who you want to be and who you are because you're actually starting to communicate with yourself and asking yourself questions. You're just getting in touch with that. You're actually taking the time to sit in what today did today feel like. You can't, you're not going to live there, but I need to process what it felt like and what I'm feeling right now and know that it's okay that I'm feeling And then how do I move through that into a better space if it wasn't great? And if it was great, how do I hold on to that feeling for longer? And pausing, utilizing the power of the pause before you say yes, before you jump into anything. To make sure that whatever it is that you're going to spend your time, your energy, your finances, your emotions, your sleep deprivation on is something that you actually want to spend it on. And if everything inside of you, if you ask yourself and, and you really don't want to go, it doesn't really feel like that's something that's going to be beneficial Listen, listen to what your body and your mind and your spirit are telling you. Because if you ask, if you say, do I want to do this? And the answer is no. Is it going to serve me? No. Because sometimes we don't want to do things, but it's going to serve us. So if the answer is yes, it's going to serve me, that's a different conversation. But the fun thing of do I really want to go? And listen, listening to your own answer is going to start to train your, your subconscious mind that you're going to check in, that what you feel and think matters, and that eventually, <clears throat> eventually, you're telling yourself that you're going to listen and that you want the feedback. Because if you don't create the space to listen to and follow through with the feedback that you're getting from your own self, your own self stops sending you the cues. You stop really knowing who you are and what you want because you aren't actually taking the time to ask the questions or listen. I know that 
sometimes we step into these realms and these places that we really want to be, but they don't grow us and they don't allow us to be ourselves. So I challenge you to look around, pay attention. Are you in a space that allows you to show up authentic? Are you in a space that allows you to be who you are and to actually hear your own words? Are you allowed to say no in the circle that you run in? Because if not, you might need to reevaluate your circle. I challenge you to search for your own validation. I challenge you to start building a friendship and a relationship with your own self and to start listening to the things that light you up, who you are, who you want to be, and taking the necessary action to be confident and comfortable in that person. You are strong, you are powerful, you are resilient, and you are enough just as you are and just where you're at. I see you, I hear you, and girl, I'm doing this work right alongside of you. Not every day is a walk in the park, and not every day do I remember to check in, but the goal is to get better and better, to do it more and more often, and for it to become the habit that you know you need. Self-checks, self-evaluations, self-love, self-connection, it is vital. Until next time, keep it shiny.